You are listening to the Savage Fincast, episode 67, Things You Can't Draw at a Coffee Shop. Chicago. A criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in its terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's super freaks and mutants. Then, a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon. This is the Savage Fincast, the show that's more interesting than Twitter. My name is Jim Purcell. I'm Craig Olson. I'm Raven Perez. And we are coming in with a new episode, a new exciting episode. We will later on in this episode, 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 talking mm-hmm. to the one and only Eric Larson. Uh, it has been about six issues since we spoke to the man, the legend. It's about time we have another chat. Mm-hmm. Half a year is too long for this podcast. We were Eric depraved. Depraved. De- Deprived? Deprived. <laughs> I mean, we are Eric Depraved. That's true, actually. So, haha, I stand by what I said. Um, so, and, <laughs> I'm sorry, like, what were you going to say? I was just going to segue. You go. What's funny is I was going to segue. Segue, bros. <laughs> so, basically, um, let's do the news, which is skinny, skinny. Oh, so skinny. We got a new cover, Savage Dragon 234. Guess who's back? And the cover is Guess Who's Backside, because that is a hella rapture sidewinder slash booty. Lots of side boob. <laughs> Loving it. Loving it. Shout outs to side boob for getting me through these cold winter nights. Um, I find this cover hilarious. Um... Those who have not read 231 will make mm-hmm. certain assumptions about it. And then people who have have read 231 will see it and think other things. You know what's funnier? What if you're still wrong? I very well could be. That's what's so fucking crazy about the old razzle-dazzle that could be happening here. And <laughs> what is the razzle-dazzle that you guys are... We're dancing. We're, we're dancing which, all around. Which Malcolm are we seeing? We now exactly. have two Malcolms. One with his face shaved, baby face Malcolm, and one with a beard, Harry Malcolm. Double dragon. We know now. We now know why he had a get, get, old switcheroo on the Seeker cover with the goatee put on. Mm-hmm. Think though, I want you to say it's kind of impressive because you know those Tuscan Raider guys are rocking dong. And yet, there's not a dong. There's not dong one on this cover. Well, Angel mysteriously has her clothes too. Yeah, I know. I like that Angel is clothed, but Rapture not even, not even. So, like the cape she was wearing could have hid her backside pretty well. Nope, it's blown the fuck out. People don't care about butts. No one cares about butts. Are you guys saying butts are behind us? They can't. They cannot lie. <laughs> American society is all good with butts. It is. I think butts it is and okay butt with stuff. Butts. Yeah, 
butts and butt stuff. It might not be okay with butt stuff. Also, uh, Savage Dragon Archives hit oh, volume right. nine. The nine is in the wrong place. That's it, baby. Volume oh, seven. I need to get eight still. Yeah, you slacker. There's actually a really neat thing about nine. Um, apparently, it's got pages from the spawn issues. And Eric has rewritten them or re un unedited them. Oh wow! From Todd's uh, Todd's meddling. Nice. So it's actually a could be a new reading experience if you want to grab a copy. Oh, that is cool. I love those archives. I just love seeing all the art in black and white. And it's always worth saying that it goes beyond just being in black and white. He, like, uh, works hard on them to, like, make them look, like, black and white specific. So, yeah. Fuck yeah. I got, you know what, guys? You know I got another news item for you? Where, where did these Get come from? here. Surprise news. I'm just busting out the surprise news. You want to know this? It's coming from SavageDragon.com. <laughs> It's amazing. Stefan, you're the man. Uh, we got new text for the issue 233 where Malcolm is shaving and Maxine has shaving cream on her hoo Okay. Chasing the dragons. What? There's official copy for that issue now. Very cool. Chasing the dragons, the reality show starring Malcolm Dragon's ever-growing family debuts. And impending doom is just around the corner. Another outstanding achievement from award-winning writer-artist Eric Larson. I'm just saying, Chasing the Dragons, if that's the name of the TV show, that's kick-ass. Um, except that it's a uh, euphemism for heroin use. Maybe that's intentional. We I don't imagine, know yet. I imagine so. <laughs> We have no. Maybe they want people to be addicted to the TV show. Oh snap! You got to think like Walden Wang, Jim. I do. Why I read Walden Wang like as uh, Asian Aziz Ansari, which he's already Aziz is Asian too. So fucking edit that part out, Jim, so I don't sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> too late. Too late. Just keep it in. Keep it in. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. But I'm just saying, when I read Walden Wang, I get that Aziz Ansari vibe. You know what I mean? think parks and rick aziz i'm afraid i have not actually seen a lot of that show wait not the <laughs> not the guy from hangover the indian guy the indian no. dude oh the indian one. Oh, yeah okay. now just imagine his voice is walden wang huh. no this is gonna be fire yeah everybody's gonna love you in this tv show no that's not what i was hearing <laughs> yeah. yeah i can't say that's what i was hearing but Haters. Now I will be. Thank you very much. Haters. It's okay. Can't win them all. It can't all be home dunks. Well, that's it for the news, guys. Yep. SavageDragon.com. It's, keep your finger on the pulse. So we did get a nice letter from a fan of the FinCast. I'm going to read part of it, not all of it, because there's a lot of it. Um, he... You know, he says some things to say, and he offers us a new interesting conversation, which I think we'll be using uh, later in this episode. My name is Travis Johnson. I'm guessing you'll read my letter because my name is very easy to pronounce. Very true. That was a knock, I feel, at Satiris Gravis. Mostly at me. Oh, okay. Good deal. I can't do names either. 
That's okay. I've been a fan of Savage Dragon since college, and because Eric Larson, and because of Eric Larson, a fan of comic books in general. I have had an hour drive to my job, and I and after listening to every book on CD at my local libraries, I found podcasts. Your podcast is the fourth one I subscribe to. After, fourth? What? I know, right? <laughs> after binge listening to all 65 episodes, as I'm typing this, I wanted to contact the Finn friends to thank you guys for the fantastic podcast. Well, thank you, Travis. You're welcome. Gl- glad we're your fourth. <laughs> Guys pouring his heart out to us, and we're just bitching. Not me, Travis. You're number one. <laughs> um, Fuck he, these guys. He 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 continues. I have a fin interesting conversation of my own to suggest. Mister Glum started off as Angel's imaginary friend or buddy, then became a world dominating megalomaniac. Solar Man just appeared after a few flashback pages, and the God Gun was destroyed and became a slaughtering. Yes. Hold on. Then, then, <laughs> then the god gun was destroyed and became oh, and then the and then the god gun was destroyed and became a slaughtering Superman to villains. One of my favorite villains next to Overlord. Hell, even the lead of this series, Dragon, became a big time villain, a monstrous marauder bent on taking over our world for his people by defeating threats with just his finger, purging his blood from Dragon. What the? Purging his blood from Dragon. What a bee! What a bees! Yeah, he was going around killing all the people with the blood, remember? Oh, the dragon wannabes. Dragon Wars. Wannabes, okay, okay. Let me start over. A a monstrous marauder bent on taking over our world for his people by defeating threats with just his finger, purging his blood from dragon wannabes, and being a genocidal genius. My question is this. Make a new huge villainous threat for Malcolm to battle... It can be a character that already exists in Dragon, an original idea, or someone who possibly exists elsewhere. I've always wanted a Savage Dragon versus Conquest brawl back in the day. Yeah. But that's not my answer. I'll tell you mine after I watch the Savage Dragon cartoon. After you watch, after the, you Savage watch the Savage Dragon cartoon. Ooh. He follows, please keep, this epi- please keep the episodes coming. Can you guys bring back the retro review segments? And next time there is a late issue or slow month, please review the Savage Dragon cartoon. It's not good, but I watched <laughs> it and I enjoy it. I'd like to hear your opinions, and if possible, maybe Eric can talk about it. I, I, I doubt it. <laughs> I, I'm guessing it isn't what he wanted, but some people did like it. Finally, can you guys end each other's episode? Can you guys end each episode by saying something like, Well, guys, this episode is finish, <laughs> finished. Just a suggestion. Thanks again, Travis. <laughs> Why have we never done that? Finn. I'm ashamed of us, really. It's yeah. so obvious in retrospect. If this was video, we'd end it with Finn. At the Finn. End. Well, thank you, Travis. Thank you for writing in. I know we cut out a lot of what you... Uh, uh, you had a bunch of responses to past interesting conversations. but uh, Which are great. I read it. And yeah. It was fun to, to read. Oh yeah, we all read it and loved it. Well, your question, your your interesting conversation question, is a good one, and since nobody answered our previous one, so clearly, <laughs> twenty seventeen of Savage Dragon was not exciting for anyone. Tisk tisk. Hey, hey. It's time to move on to a new one. So this is this is <laughs> this is a good one. Now, when I first read this question, I thought that it was p- specifically about. 
something minor in Dragon in Savage Dragon's history that could become mm-hmm. a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys want to stick to that, or do you guys want to? That's uh, how it read to me. Yeah. What is it? To me, it's make a new huge villainous threat Malcolm can battle. It can be a character that already exists, an original idea, or someone who possibly existed elsewhere. See, that's what I see. That last bit's what I thought the whole question was about. But apparently, it is. You can make up whatever you want as well. But I, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweak this. I'm gonna make an executive decision. Uh oh. We have to come up with a brand new, th- well, a brand new threat for Malcolm out of something that has previously been that has turned up in Savage Dragon at some point in the past. Anything okay. as long as it's from the book or from the spinoffs, you know, tied okay. to, tied to Savage Dragon. All right, uh-huh. I got. Oh, hit us. Coming in hot. All right, Craig, you're you're eager. You can go. All right. So we all know Super Patriot's kind of been reprogrammed in the past, right? By uh, at least a dozen times. And we all know Malcolm's in Canada. We know Trump's been involved in the book. We know that Russia's been a thorn in the side for Trump. Mm-hmm. We know that there's a lot of talk about Russians re, uh, hacking systems and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we got to make the Russians hack Super Patriot and all the robotic villains of Savage Dragon. So they're going to bring back the Seeker. They'll bring back <laughs> Cyberface will come back and some new body because he exists somewhere in some, something. I don't know. But it'll nice. all start with... Super Patriot, who will wear, like, a Russian flag on his face. And Malcolm will have to come back from Canada with the Canadian superhero team to bail out Trump in America from this Russian threat. Nice! It's not bad. It's not bad. Pretty good. And then we can see all these old robot, like, guys from the past again in their glory. And how cool would it be, like, Malcolm versus a bunch of robot villains that are all... Like big name guys from the past, yeah. All, all can bring all, Dave back. All the Project Born Again <laughs> rejects. <laughs> I'm down with it. Yeah, that's good. That's a good. I like the. Uh, I like that you tied in Russia and Trump and all that. Like it's very fitting. Hilariously, I was pitching the book to someone just today, and I mentioned the Trump thing, and they were blown away by the fact that Savage Dragon has real world events in it. And I was like, yeah, baby. I was like, so that's good. I like that. I like that use of uh, Russia. <laughs> I think it would be a good visual for a cover of Super Patriot with like, just like a Russian, even an old school Russian or something, which would be kind of silly, but. <laughs> no, that's awesome. The idea of him having like another country's flag as his mask. Or it could be even like North Korea or something like that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Kim Jong-un in like a giant robot suit perfect perfect anyway. no it's good dude alright come on what you guys got alright alright so Neutron Bob's mom drops the sweet old lady act for good and becomes <laughs> the next leader of the vicious circle nice <laughs> although she lives in Detroit but anyway, through all of this, Neutron Bob, newly restored with his mom's radioactive blood, because remember last time we saw him, he was depowered. Mm-hmm. That's is, right. Is conflicted about 
you know, his role as semi-heroic, semi-reformed, and, and his mom's new uh, uh, villainous uh, streak. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. <laughs> Sweet. Hey, it's good. It's good. I like it. Evil Neutron. We get a backstory well, well, to it's his just, mom. It's just, it's just, I remember when Neutron Bomb was depowered, she like, she normally was like this sweet old woman and then she got all dark about it. Yeah. Like he had failed her. And I always felt there was like a little bit more to her than meets the eye. Maybe she's got some long backstory about being like a super villain in the heyday. Yeah. Like, and I think their origin is she was like near a nuclear testing site or something. And so he, she got blue and then he was born blue. Uh, we get to see her drawn all hot and young. (laughs) <laughs> like blue skin and white hair like you know classic Larson style cause you know I mean at one she wasn't always old you know what I'm saying mm. yes she was <laughs> it feels that way but I just feel there's, got? A, there's another story to tell there is all <laughs> what do you got Perez oh man I don't think I have a good one like you bros I think you did good I think you did better than me I want to see Melvin Belko. Okay. Yes. Fucking, he just keeps tampering with his, like, body, right? Like, but it's he's kooky, right? Like, the whole time, just glum style. It's just like, oh, you goof. And he's just like, like, the upgrades seem, like, dumber and dumber. But then, like, he fucking just goes, like, a step too far and decides to, like, replace half his brain with, like, a fucking new AI or some shit. And then, like, the fucking AI half is, like, takes over and rips the remaining human lobe out and, like, smashes it. And he becomes, like, some kind of fucking super, like, Melvin Belko evil robot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like some kind of creation. Some kind of neighbor Craig monstrosity. Yeah, just like he just keeps pushing those experiments. Kind of like I like the idea of, like a goofy character that becomes a serious threat. Yep. Yeah. And so and that happens a lot in dragon. Yeah. And, and Glum, red beard. It's good. To, it's good. It catches you off. I feel guard. like red beard did the opposite. He started out as like a serious threat and then became a joke. No, no, he started. He was a goo. He was a goof on John Byrne. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I know that, but I mean, at least he had, you know, physical proportions and seemed like he was somewhat effective during the gang war. Then he became Modoc. Then he became a giant head. Yeah. <laughs> and got killed by his by a falling building. I mean, you know. He got he looked cooler. Remember when he was like a weird Olympus looking dude? Right. So yeah. at least the Modoc guy became cool. But that's my idea. Just I mean, it's not as we good. We need to see Belko as a villain like more. Like we haven't seen him in so much year. potential. Is he, yeah, he's, he's because you think here's all I'm saying is like as far as like he goes like he's super fucking rich, so he's got a lot of resources. Yeah, he's got a lot of fucking people under him. He's got access. Matter. He's got access to freak out. Like fucking doesn't he have crazy. a flying head now? Like yes, yes. He, he is a flying head. He's got a flying head and he's got a super buff body already. So like I'm telling so you like strange. All it's gonna take is just fucking like replacing a new head onto that fucking body. And you've got a Bafo fucking kick-ass super villain. Bafo. Bafo. I'm keeping it in the mix. 
Nice. Good one. So, I like that. Uh, thanks. I didn't feel it was as good as fucking, like, you know, well, Super Patriot Hack. Bel- Belko's a little new, and his story isn't done, I'm sure. We'll see. But I know. like that, Bel- I, 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 We need to see more Belko. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while. Retardedly, I was actually, my other idea was that PJ, you know how he's, like, yes. young? For some dumb reason, I was like, PJ should become an evil fetus, and he wants to, like, but it is like, wait a minute. <laughs> he's not reverse aging, Raven. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's why Benjamin I was like, Button. <laughs> yeah, for some reason in my mind, I was like, PJ continues to get younger, and then I was like, wait a minute, that's not what's happening with PJ, damn it. So... Yeah, there, I wanted there to be an evil fetus in the book, I guess. I forgot that Melvin Belko turned into, like, a giant fucking Hulk dude. Yeah, with a flying head. <laughs> uh, yeah, we it, definitely need to see more of him. He's awesome. He's awesome as shit. And like I said, if you think about it, just, like, he could be... He's the only guy in the book right now that could easily tear down, like, overlord levels of influence. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's an inventor. He has freak out. Rich. <laughs> so, yeah. Fucking awesome. I think he'd be a kick-ass villain. So, yeah. And that was it. And uh, so, yeah, if you guys have any, you know, similar ideas to uh, what, 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 what nugget, which, what, what small piece of, like, Savage Dragon lore could become a major threat for our hero uh, in the future, what would you like to see? You can send your uh, responses to savagefincast at gmail.com. And uh, I guess we should also fish for other interesting conversations, too. Always looking for more interesting conversation topics. Yeah, so if, if unrelated to that, you have a similar thing that you would like us to discuss and then pose to the entire audience, like, that would be awesome, too. We That's the whole point of this, is to get you listeners in on the mix. And so with that, we segue into our interview with Eric Larson, where we talk about many things, but most importantly, Savage Dragon 231. It's going to be a good one. I can't wait. So we here on the Savage Fincast are joined once again by Eric Larson, our favorite comic creator of all time. Is it that obvious? Wow. (laughs) How are you doing, Eric? (laughs) I'm all right. No pressure. No, no pressure. Yeah. So it's it's been about a half a year since we last had you. About six issues worth, and I think a heck of a lot has happened in those six issues. And I know I say this kind of like every time you come on, but what happens in six issues of Savage Dragon is so much more than six issues of any other kind of superhero funny book out there. And I always like to kind of compare. So if you just humor me for a minute, I just want to go through real quick some of the stuff that has happened in this past six issues, and we can kind of laugh of, about, you know, comparing what would happen in a, in a Spider-Man comic in the same, you know, time frame. <laughs> but in Savage Dragon, you had your main character move to Canada. You've uh, had a whole bunch of graphic sex. You've had Thunderhead and Maxine's mom hooking up. You have new kids coming from both drag Malcolm and uh, Maxine and May and Kevin. You've had a Trump appearance. Uh, we've had a slew of new villains. We've had the return of Rapture. It's just, you know, compare that to, like, what happens in six months of Spider-Man. I mean, that's stuff that happens in six years. So it's it's just amazing that, you know, we go from 225 and a bunch of crap happens there to just going straight through six issues where it just, 
you know, constant changes. So, and, and just, I don't know. It's just, it's amazing. So bravo. I, I mean, <laughs> it blows our mind all the time. We talk. All right. Wow. Cool. Awesome. Bang for your buck. It, it is amazing though. Like you think about each one of those things would be like a six part kind of mini series on in Spider-Man or the X-Men or something like that. You know, it just gets dragged out and, and just yeah. to have it all happen. In part of, part of it is, is just the, um, the real time aspect kind of forces a lot to happen really quickly. Right. Because if it, if it didn't, it would just seem really weird that it's like, wow, nothing's, nothing's going on. It's like, oh, Trump's doing something terrible and, and he's got to leave, but he's going to leave really slowly. He's going to take his time. We're going to spend three issues with, with him packing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to work. <laughs> So we, we just have to kind of, I mean, just the, the nature of the beast is like, all right, I got to, if I'm going to do this, I need to get him up there pronto. And then I got to start dealing with the realities of being up there right out of the gate. Like what restaurants will they eat at? Well, it's, it's weird too, because in real life, when you move someplace new, you make friends and you meet other people in fairly rapid succession, especially if you're like a having, a, a celebrity. having a, you know, you're a celebrity, people recognize you wherever you go. Um, it's, it's super quick that you establish sort of a regular routine of, you know, Oh, I go to this place and I get this thing that I like to eat there. And it's just, you, you settle into a comfortable rut pretty quickly when, when anything like that happens in real life. And it's, and it's tough to kind of deal with that in a, in a comic book setting the way I've done it because right. suddenly it's like, Oh, so they just magically have 15 new friends that were never really introduced to us in any nice way. Right. Um, so it, it's, it's got its good and, and bad aspects to it. And some of it can seem like, Boy, there's a lot happening really, really quickly, um, and and that might not necessarily be a good thing all the time. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's like, oh, this is awesome. Look at all this stuff that's going on. Other times it's like, geez, man, could you just take a breath? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you work your backups pretty well that way to kind of fill in some of things that we might have missed. I mean, you don't do it all the time, but I think on some of the more important things – you're able to kind of utilize a backup in that way and it's effective. Yeah. Well, I do, I do what I can when I, when I can, um, it's, it doesn't always, doesn't always work out. And sometimes people don't get me things in a timely enough manner that I can really make that work. Yeah. The, the back, <laughs> the backup that you wrote for two twenty six uh, awakening, the awakening with, uh, Jennifer, I thought that was a, a pretty awesome backup and I kind of, I read it and I was like, wow, I saw Jennifer as kind of like a different character and I almost took the, the meaning of the awakening almost had like a double meaning. I mean, she was coming out of her little, uh, whatever tube. it was tube, tube yeah. <laughs> and, but she was also, it seemed like she was awakening as like a new character. Like at the end you added that last panel where she was like, you know, she's going through all this crap and she's like, and I'm loving it. And, you know, and it was like, well, maybe she doesn't have dragon as a crutch anymore. And she's kind of just being a badass in, in the dimension X. And we've kind of seen that when they've gone back together with her crew now. 
that they she's just really taken charge and and uh, she's not kind of like the whimpering wife or something. Even though she was always strong, she always seemed like she needed dragon, you know. Yeah, well, I kind of ended that. Her unfortunately, her her the the end of the other version, um, she didn't have any superpowers by the end of it, and she was just kind of in a bad way, and it was like okay, so. She's in a wheelchair. Things, things aren't really going her way at that point. <laughs> yeah. Whereas this Jennifer is coming out. She's, um, you know, she's 25 years old. So she is like way, way younger than, um, than we're kind of used to. Right. Right. You know, and it's like, oh man, look, look at all this. It's, that's going on here. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of a different different world <laughs> yeah. yeah you can take a, a new take on an old character which makes it kind of cool yeah it's, it's been definitely fun i will say this whole dimension x arc that you've been doing with the characters has like i really like it with it. it's got a real heavy metal vibe yeah. <laughs> yeah it's kind of fun to play around with stuff you know it's like i i can do anything yeah at a certain point i had i had talked to eric stevenson about what 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 does that mean? I've got this rating on my book. What does that mean? What can I do? What can't I do? And it's sort of like, well, it is, it is an adult book. So um, conceivably, you can do whatever the hell you want to in it. You know, uh, the only thing is, if I make people um, just fucking every month, then, then it would be like, oh, we put this in the in the X rated comic section so so i the, the actually diamond was getting a little like wait a minute <laughs> hey hold on here also, it was getting like pretty juicy there for a couple of issues and like is, is this gonna be a regular thing because we may have to move you to another part of the catalog like, right, so well, even so diamond reached out to what image or yourself some something happened there. I don't. I don't know. They they don't they don't contact me. They they contact somebody else, and somebody else contacts me. So that's how that works. <laughs> so did they make like a deal with you or something? Like you could do it once in a while, but if you continue, to um, do it... <laughs> I I just know going into it, like all right, um, I this can't be every issue, you know. <laughs> I know which if... it wasn't going to be anyway. It was just like let me just kind of establish a little something here just so you have a, an idea. It's, a, it's kind of seemed like for years, like I was just kind of teasing the reader. Right. And it was like, come on, at some point you got to give them something for crying out loud. And I was <laughs> like, <"All right. laughs> let's, let's just do it and see, see how this goes over. It was just me screwing around. I, I know a few people <laughs> were concerned because your mature label is like usually on the back with, with the uh, barcode. So it's not yeah. like clearly obvious a lot of the times. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, oh well. <laughs> hey, retailer, seemed... you gotta Did pay you... attention. <laughs> I don't know. Did this kick off a lot with like the uh, the alternate cover to two twenty five? Like you know, uh, did you kind of like publish that and then just say, hey, you know, I can. I should go a little further with this. Was that kind of the impetus? I know it was kind of in the back of your head, but did that kind of really jump, jump it off? Yeah, I don't or, know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe <laughs> that's something. There's probably something there somewhere. I, I don't, 
I, I just mean, remember it, like the the threesome, you know, back back, you know, how many years ago was that? Now <laughs> it's it's getting up there, and it was like, wow, this is like crazy. You so know, like, I can't believe he's doing this. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like it jumps into like two twenty seven when you're just like, holy, was it two twenty seven or two twenty six? It's just like holy shit. <laughs> Did you uh, did you have any hes- hesitation with that where you kind of oh yeah bounced it off? Oh people? yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I was like, uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I and I penciled it for a while there. I was like, dare I ink this? And and, <laughs> where, and where am I inking this? Because that's not the sort of thing where I could just sit there and and be at a coffee shop. Just, <laughs> and, well, don't mind me. <laughs> are you the reason oscar shut down is that it, <laughs> That's it. sorry <laughs> how, do, how do you deal with that like even at home with family and stuff do they care or do they even uh, they know, don't or... care are they are completely oblivious <laughs> do they never like you don't have no, like thanksgiving so and uncle harry to, comes over and wants to look at your work they're so used to not looking at my comic and just it's just this presence that it's always there and it's always this this thing that I'm working on that um, I don't think my wife has cracked a cover of this thing in 25 years. Wow. <laughs> and you always say that. It just blows my mind that no one's just trying to check it. I wonder what this guy's been doing for 20 years. Let me crack one of these open and take a look. <laughs> I mean, every now and then I'll, 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 I'll show her something just so that um, – just, just so that I get the, the, the sense of like, all right, I'm, I'm going to show her this one thing so that she won't feel tempted to ask her anymore. You know? <laughs> I mean, not that she, not that she even does. She doesn't really ask about it. But every now and then, it'll be like, I'm working on something, and and it's and when I'm working, uh, when I'm working on it in her presence, I'm not, I'm not on that page. Right, I'm, right, I'm on right. something else. There's, there are other pages in the book, but I don't, I, yeah, I don't really worry about it too much. You choose the, the people around here are, are pretty oblivious. To <laughs> like, Besides, you mentioned Stevenson. Is there like another artist or pro out there that you kind of talk to a lot about your ideas or like a one, one or two people uh, out there? Not really. Not a, not a lot. I've got a couple of sort of regular, regular people, friends, um, yeah. uh, Craig neighbor Craig is based on a real dude, <laughs> and and uh, and he he and I would kind of uh, I would bounce stuff by him sometimes, but not not even a lot. Mostly, mostly it's just sort of talking to to hear yourself talk, um, and then I go and I used to share a studio <laughs> years ago with with uh, Inker Al Gordon. Right, right, yeah. Um, he is. He still has a studio here in San Francisco, and so um, usually once a week I'll go and just hang out there. Yeah. And sometimes stuff comes up. Um, he always says, "Hey, if you got anything you want to run by, by me, let me know." I, <laughs> I never do. I mean, it's it's just very very seldom. How about Maxine gargling cum? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you and, think of that, Al? And, <laughs> um, there's there's stuff that that he hasn't seen and hasn't read. You know, if I don't throw it in his face, then 
he's it's not like he's out going to the comic store every every week right. and is aware of of what I'm up to particularly so I mean if he comes over and sees what I'm what I'm uh, working on in 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 his office then it's one thing but even that you know I just kind of what about certain, certain things you, you do certain places is basically it just because right. it's like all right this is not it, i'm not going to be comfortable working on this in, in front of somebody else so whatever right right <laughs> <laughs> whatever clearly i don't give a shit it <laughs> it's been great i, I think we we kind of talked on the fincast i don't know if it was this uh the 228 but it, I feel like you, the sex scenes are almost like a new genre of comic. It's like action sex. You draw like the sex scenes almost like they're having like a superhero fight in a way. There's like the sound effects, Maxine getting shot across yeah. the room. Like what I didn't want was I didn't <laughs> want to do sex that was um, sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and yeah. I didn't want to do nudity that was that was sexy either. Right. I wanted to do nudity that was really kind of matter of fact yeah you know? yeah and it's like you know if, you, if you're watching actual real people having real sex it's pretty ugly <laughs> <laughs> yes you know? it's, it's, a, it's just like okay there's there's some there's some mess here there's some noise that i <laughs> oh, jesus i don't want to hear that and it's no. just not it's just not sexy when when you're when you're when things are being filmed, you know, you've got you've got the lighting and everything is just so and it can look look amazing. But if it's, you know, in the, in the real world, real people doing it, it's like, oh, man, yeah, it's just like a real fight in, in, <laughs> in the real life. You know, when you're watching two guys slug it out and you just like if I took screen caps of this and traced it off. It would be the the dumbest, shittiest looking fight ever. Absolutely. <laughs> so clumsy. Nobody's in a cool power pose. It's all like it's just it's just awkward and bad. And, <laughs> and, and I kind of I don't know. I, I, I didn't want to do I just wanted to do something that, that seemed more real in a way. You know, where you just yeah. kind of felt you weren't like, oh, look at these beautiful people posing for me. Look how, <laughs> how everything is just so. Right. Just, you know, for my entertainment or whatever. I just kind of wanted to do something where you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I get it. That's what goes on. All right, moving on. It's exactly what you think a sex scene in Savage Dragon would look like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. That is it's, like one, like you said, power poses, one hundred percent. Um, sound effects and all. Just, just to jump ahead a little bit in the in exactly. the la- in the latest issue, you've got the sex dolls and you got the sex doll sex scene. That one seems yeah. a little bit more posed for quote unquote sexiness. Is that yeah. like intentional because it's yeah well like they're they're artificial beings yeah and that's kind of the the gig right yeah <laughs> I do like I don't I forget which issue it is maybe two twenty nine where it just looks like it's the nega bomb going off it's just <laughs> waves yeah, of explosion like that, that ring <laughs> and just escaping so, all right <laughs> but that was that issue was a kind of a challenge to do because that was that was one where i drew it really small it was yeah, not yeah. normally drawn issue 
you so, were messing around with the format in a few of these. You had the one that was really small, then you didn't the, the issue after it you were using multiple different sizes. Yeah, same right? same with the issue that's out now. The, okay. The, that's out. Oh, you um, kept doing that. Yeah, I just did it for, for one more and then the one I'm working on right now, they're that's all the same size again. Um, and it's a I'm, I've just been kind of flipping back and forth, trying different things out. It's it's, it's weird because there's some things that that turn out really good when they're drawn in a certain size, and then there's other things that that really don't work very well drawn at a certain size. Like when I, it's kind of started from I did that issue with uh, Maxine where she was pulling a finger out of her hair, or what was supposed to look like a finger out of her hair, mm-hmm. um, and I had drawn it twice up because I've been doing all these these covers twice up and it just looked awful and so much so that I I just bailed on it it, it I just wasn't able to make her head seem like a like it was shaped right and every part of it just was crawling out to me just going okay st- you need to stop this <laughs> um, and and so I thought well why don't I I I'd gotten some original art from Corey Walker, who had done uh, Invincible. Uh, Invincible, and there are rec- more recent issues of Invincible. He had drawn them really small, and I was and I thought, well, these are really cool. Let me see if I can do something like this. And it turns out, I can't, because <laughs> 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 because there are there are pages in there where it's like. Well, this doesn't look good at all. What do you know? But there are pages in there where I'm like, well, well, this page looks, this page looks all right. This page looks, looks pretty cool. And I was kind of sizing things up and, and changing things around anyway. So that when I was adding, uh, Starfields, which is done, uh, post, mm-hmm. I was the Starfields still look the same size from one issue to the next. Oh, and then uh, um, also the lettering was being done the same size, so so it didn't. That part of it hopefully won't seem too jarring when it's uh, in a trade because you just go from this twice of stuff, which is gigantic and detailed, to this, which is much smaller. But I think because the star fields are tiny and other parts of it, it should kind of, kind of work. But we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Like the Tim Hortons page, like wow, that one just didn't quite, <laughs> doesn't quite hold together. It looks a little, a I little chunky. I think our observation was uh, two twenty nine was kind of noticeably different, and but two thirty and two thirty one are basically you can't even tell. I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, because it's all it's it's all over place. There's um, in two thirty one. There is one twice up page in the book. And I bet I, I bet I can guess which ones. <laughs> is it the big double page? You can probably find. You can probably figure out which ones are the tiny ones. I think there's. Is there just two of those? I don't know. Most of them are. Most of them are, are done in this this kind of middle size that I've been messing around with too. So, is it is it the head close ups for yeah, the yeah. middle size? The two the two head close ups are were both done small. 
They came out great, though. I like those. They did. I, well, the they, recent close-ups. They work, they work better because you because of that. If I was drawing them big, um, some of it is just maybe the way I hold a pencil or, or brush or whatever. Um, but I have, I have a tough time maintaining a, a, a good, line. clean, long line. And, I think that, yeah. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's a real problem when you're drawing something like somebody's round, bald head. Right. 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 Um, so, so, you know, I did, did what I could with it. Um, yeah, the, if you haven't figured it out yet, the, the twice that page is uh, Malcolm mixing it up with the ladies over the rooftops. Yeah. Yep. Those always work the best with the cityscapes. I love that. I love when you do those and you do like the buildings kind of crashing down, like the issue where Malcolm's chasing kind of the kids through the danger zone or, you know, or, uh, you know, back in the day uh, when you had the, the building crashing on uh, yeah. his co the college girls there. But those are amazing. <laughs> How long does it take to do like one of those uh, twice up pages like that with all the buildings and are you uh talking a whole day or? Yeah, that one in particular was 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 kind of complicated because that one was something of an ordeal to to get that one to to work because there's a lot of perspective stuff and and all. So and and it's like, well, yeah, yeah. What was I thinking? But I look cool. So <laughs> yeah, I enjoy look, like the curve. There was a bitch to scan because it was it was a twice up. Um, double page spread so it's it was really impossible to to make it work i i just kind of had to open the scanner up and move it around and just capture a couple shots that were just in the middle of it in order to try and sew the thing together in some kind of a reasonable way but um it was i just did the the twice up double page spreads for a little while and then i started doing the the double page spread started being a little smaller than twice up just so that I could scan them more easily. Um, I don't, I don't, I know one, I, I know up through 200 at least were all, those were all twice up double page spreads, but shortly thereafter, it got to be a little smaller. It's got to be a bitch to store all your pages now with the different sizes. <laughs> Yeah, these I can't do this random thing for long because this this heap is just going to get really. <laughs> I got to ask one question. There, uh, I forget which issue it was. I think maybe two twenty eight, maybe not. There, two twenty eight. Um, Maxine wears this jacket with this like cog and nail logo or gear or whatever it is. What is that from? Uh, it's from. A podcast I listened to called Hello Internet. Okay. <laughs> so was, they they had tossed it out as as something like this is in the public domain. Anybody can use it and put it wherever the hell they want to. So I was like, I'll just put it on her on her jacket here. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. I call it beautiful. So it's do they know that logo is in your comic? <laughs> probably not, unless somebody it, somebody tips them off to it. Uh, uh, I'm sure and I, I mean, so somebody, somebody get on that. <laughs> Time for name withheld to reappear. <laughs> so. 
Yeah, whatever. It's <laughs> it's all in good fun. I mean, it's some of this stuff has just been. It, Toronto has ended up being kind of a a gold mine of just wacky shit. Coop <laughs> <laughs> Cafe. How is that real? <laughs> well, it's a themed restaurant, Craig. They're all yeah, over the place. Yeah, but it's a theme about like drinking coffee out of a shitter. It's like, ironic. I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 a real place. There's a bunch of this stuff that is just like I can't believe this is real. How, yeah, I <laughs> and just this, it's kind of awesome that there'll be this like real something, and it's just weird. And I'm kind of focusing on all this stuff that's different from us. Mm. Just because, right. I mean, what would what would be the point of him, you know, walking into a Burger King or a McDonald's or something? It's like, oh, that's that could be home. Right. I, I enjoy kind of how heavy-handed you are going at it in certain ways. Like Malcolm <laughs> will go from like a hockey jersey to like a Rush T-shirt, like <laughs> to drinking Canadian beer to. Like... Yeah, yeah, and a lot of this stuff is just me seeing stuff that's like, oh, that that's a cool shirt. Yeah, you know, like her Maxine in the new issue, wearing that T-shirt that says a BJ is better than a Yang. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real shirt. Oh so God! Like, All right, that's cool. Let's put that to use. <laughs> did you um? Did you get much of a reaction? Besides, I saw a few letters in the letter column, but with the Trump issue. Did you uh, did you see like a huge sales kick on that where people wanted to? Uh, sales did definitely take a. Uh, it, they bumped up quite a bit for that one, um, but not so crazily that we were like, "Oh, we need to do a second and third printing or anything like that." It could, over, yeah, and Marvel did overprinted on it, but it wasn't like it, it wasn't Obama. It wasn't like it wasn't like Obama. <laughs> I was in the back of my mind. It went up, but it didn't go. It, it didn't set any land speed records <laughs> i was waiting for like the spider-man trump variant shortly after yours was announced <laughs> yeah they you... were kind of following waiting for one there, but... <laughs> <laughs> but you had that one guy that kept going back and forth in the letters column like he did not yeah that was actually an email exchange that that <laughs> we had that um i just thought Oh, I got I, I gave him really long answers and there was like five of these letters or something. I'm just gonna put <laughs> one in, in every issue until I run out of them. <laughs> and I I remember there being that sort of thing in, in old comics when I was there was there was a Hulk story a long time ago where um where Betty uh fell out of the sky but she had just she had just gone from being the harpy who was this big bird like picture yeah, yeah. being like a regular <laughs> person. And then the next at the end of the issue, she and and Bruce Banner were falling from you know, way up in, in the sky. And then the next issue suddenly she's got some some cloth that had miraculously found its way around. <laughs> and and there ended up being this uh, debate in the letters page about nudity. And it, oh. um, and it and it was kind of cool because it would be it would be in, in directly in response to that, and then three months later there would be the readers responding to the readers responding to the nudity thing, and yeah. then three months after that 
would be the follow-up on that. And it was like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's almost like there's this this serial going on in the letters page at the same time that that you know that there's a comic book that's got this sequential stuff going on. So just as a reader, I thought. This, I could, this could be like my version of that. Just kind of this, this back and forth with this guy about, about a, uh, you know, whatever Donald yeah. Trump sex saga. <laughs> I so, yeah, basically, there was one one guy who, who contacted the the image offices and was like, "I'm not going to buy any of your books." Blah blah blah. Oh my god! And then there was this guy writing in a letter. I think there was one or two others. They pretty much printed everything that there was that was negative so, <laughs> that's crazy yeah I'll, I'll do that is it me or i feel like there's been kind of like a resurgence in the letters pages where i feel like there's a lot more letters coming in month to month yeah there has been before. recently there's been, been, there's been somewhat more of that which is good because it can when it's not happening it can be it can be deafening it's like oh, oh what am i what am i gonna do here I don't want to resort to like I'm making up letters because I thought that's that's not that's not cool. Right, right. But you've made the point, and I agree. Like the letters page is kind of like a timestamp where you can, you know, you can go back and see what the readers were thinking or what was going on, the things that. Yeah, I I really like that aspect of of that, and I and I think that's something that's really missing from a lot of comics, and I mean it's due to a couple things. Part of part of it is just that uh, everybody's so accessible online that there's no reason for that. You know, we don't. We can. I can talk to the guy who wrote wrote that book today and tell him yeah. what I give it today and get right. an answer right now. Why would I write a letter to the comic and and have some assistant editor answer my question? I still <laughs> feel like it. It's still getting a letter published in a book makes you kind of part of that book you know what i mean like i I really think so too i I think it's like oh man look at me i I just i remember i sent in letters when i was a kid and i got a letter printed i remember that i was like oh man who's this idiot oh hell it's me (laughs) (laughs) it is enjoyable you know and the the cool thing too even looking in the old 60s comics is going back and seeing how many or even savage dragon seeing how many people that wrote that in the early days uh made it to the pro you know and there's there's yeah. quite a few that 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 did and that's that's it's fun so i'm, I'm glad it's still here and i'm glad that it's uh seems to have an awakening almost in a way it, it seems to be like more people are writing in yeah i'm all right with that <laughs> the funny thing was uh because i was like going back and collecting out of sequence is that like uh, I would go back and read the letters columns just to see like what people were thinking and stuff, and it kind of works out that the letters column just happens to also kind of like just bullshit about stuff that was happening like around that issue too. It's like a time capsule. Yeah, so yeah. it's like it built in catches you up on shit that maybe you didn't necessarily, you know, get in the whole issue. So yeah, yeah. like a built-in feels- wiki. It fills you in in stupid shit like 25 different no-name characters' names. <laughs> I love it. It's still <laughs> – what's this guy's name? What's this guy's name? All right. We'll never see him again, but here's his name. Any letter with a list. If I see a, li- a numbered list, I'll just it's true. Right yes. the list. It's true, yes. Those are the first letters I go to. Anyone with a question. 
you gotta go to those first. Gotta read those. <laughs> Speaking of letters, I know uh, there was kind of a strong reaction to the seeker issue in terms of like him not really having the backstory that most people had kind of built up. In their... screens, it's like I never said anything. <laughs> Sorry, oh come I'm on, sorry. man! You can't yeah, do that to us. Oh. <laughs> the secrets of the seeker revealed. Yeah, God, I was so deflated just, at that. I'm just sitting there going, "What the hell am I gonna do?" <laughs> There's no secrets. There was there was nothing here. And do I do I really want it to be like freaking Boba Fett, where you're just sitting there going, "Oh, that's what he's about." Now I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> We were so butthurt after reading that issue, though. I like, we, we were so ready for it to be some guy that we hadn't seen in 10 years. Or no, something. no. I I just wanted anything. I, I, was, I was ready to do that. I was like, well, let me do this. And I, and I was talking to Gavin about it. And he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know who it could be. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I was like. Well, I guess we could just finally do something with John Day. He keeps showing up in every <laughs> comic. Just have it be that John Day has been this villain all along, and just hanging out, and it just it just seemed kind of dumb. Like, uh, <laughs> what? Then we're gonna not be able to use John Day ever again. That's not cool. I just wanted Bells something something like a motivation, I guess, because it's it's just he's such a blank slate. Yeah, I mean, basically, I I thought of him as, I mean, at the time, that he was just somebody that that, uh, Cyberface had just sent him out after Dragon. You know, and it really was like, he's a bounty hunter kind of dude. Right. And then then he just kind of lost the the thread of, shit, you mean that guy's dead now? (laughs) And and now that happened? and. So none of this is anything. What what do I do here? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Who am I supposed to kill? Just help. <laughs> in the right direction. Yeah, but at this point, it's like, look, Dragon's not even around anymore, and you're right. still getting pissed off at who? I mean, it's time to move on, man. <laughs> we got some closure. He's done. Yeah, yeah he was a nobody. Nagging you about it anymore. <laughs> Unless, unless that was all uh, uh, hydraulic fluid. <laughs> it's, a little big. it's comics. You can come Do back. Anything. Everybody can come back. There's, there's a way. You know, I will say I'm sort of interested in whatever like this Canadian organization Malcolm's like working for in this secret issue. Like, who drags him out there to fight him? Is there anything more <laughs> to that? I just figure he's got. He's he just owes the government some some kind of stuff. They because they're they're kind of helping him out and inviting him into their country. So they're, I guess he's for, for lack of, I mean he's kind of like where Dragon was kind of, but not really. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> Let me just say I haven't thought this through. <laughs> Sorry, I know that every 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 time we have this conversation, it's like, wow, this guy's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's doing at all. <laughs> That's part of the magic. He really seems like he knows what he's up to. I'm just like, no, not so much. Um, that that I thought of it is just like you know when the police need need somebody to help them out because there's some major shit that's going down. He's a guy that they can turn to. 
and he and Malcolm just feels like I owe them this, whether or not it's you know he's their new Weapon X, right? Um, maybe it'll it'll build towards that sort of thing where I can make it into something. I I want to at some point get to to some you know actual Canadian heroes and stuff like that. But yeah, that would be excellent to see. <laughs> excited, excited for but, it. But at the same time, you know, when I think of of American heroes, they're not all Captain America. True. Right. You know? Well, they I don't mean, need to be Canadian themed. They just need to live there. Yeah. I mean, that that's the thing. It's like I'm sitting there going, well, there, is there any reason that Carl Cosmic couldn't just be Canadian? He could just be a fucking dimwit up there just as well as <laughs> You know? <laughs> it doesn't, <That's> awesome. it doesn't <laughs> doesn't have to be this this involved thing you know but you know i just think of it like if a guy up in canada got bitten by a radioactive spider he it's not like he's gonna go well i don't want to be called spider-man i gotta do something that's provincial. spider canuck <laughs> spider <-Man. laughs> spider canuck it's just like when you revealed the cover to uh, 231, I kind of thought, before you said they were sex dolls and androids, I kind of thought she was going to be like a hero-type character. From Same. We even, <laughs> did a, we even did a vote, and everybody voted hero, actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you fooled them. You fooled them good. Uh, well, I guess, I guess there's, there's always time. I can Heroes just... always got to look good-looking, that's why. Yeah. That's, yeah. Looking good. That's why Thunderhead rules. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you ever uh, did, did you ever envision Thunderhead playing such a big role? Because he's kind of really. I think the fans have kind of fallen in love with him. He's he's a great character. Oh yeah, um, just a stud. Yeah, you know, I, it's really weird how some characters just kind of take on a life of their own without you really sitting there going, "Okay, this is the one." Right. Um, like Maxine was definitely one of those where she was not, you know, certainly going going into her as a character when I started out, it wasn't like, well, she is amazing. And then after I had written just some of her dialogue where she was just, you know, belly aching about the weirdness of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang or Garfield, <laughs> you know, dealing with Mondays. It's like, you're a fucking cat for crying out loud. It's not like you're going to work. You're not packing a lunchbox. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that, that sort of, she became something in my brain. I was like, Oh, she can be this kind of person who goes off on crazy tangents and is much more kind of livelier than a lot of the other characters in that way. And it's like, okay, she's, she's more fun to write. Um, and, and certain other characters were, were essentially toss away characters that I was like, Oh, I like that guy. Yeah, yeah. I like that, you know, that thing. And, and sometimes there'll be minor characters that were just, you know, I'm drawing a group of villains. They got to be somebody in there. And then one of them will be like, Oh, I like the way that it looks. I'm going to, I'm going to do more with him. And then they, they become something later on. Right, right. Do you, I even find that the, the dragon kids are kind of developing their own personalities. Is it me or is it like Tyrone seems like the most developed, whereas like Amy's kind of a little further behind where she's not like forming words. Like, yeah, like it seems like you made one really she's smart. Not and one... up with, with everybody else. 
but she is also born later than the rest of them too. Ah, she, yeah, yeah. she actually was out of the the womb in September, and that's the birth date that they always go. Okay, we're going to celebrate everybody's birthday in in September, but I mean, Angel Angel had gotten abortion like really early, just after the beginning of the year and then uh, uh, Tyrone went crawling out of his mob mm-hmm. you know a couple months earlier so so they got a little bit of a, a start on her that makes she, sense I hadn't thought about that it's interesting that you've you've done that like that you've gone out <laughs> of your way to do that it's pretty cool it's a, and you know it hasn't gone unnoticed it, it's pre, it's pretty fun it's it's been it's been kind of cool and just finding like okay this she pronounces things this way and then the other ones pronounce it another way the problem is that kids grow up so quick right that it's like you know if she's calling uh malcolm baba how long is she going to do that right you know i mean realistically is she going to be calling him that when she's three Eh, probably not probably goes into something else but you never know i mean my oldest son called me pop for a number of years and <laughs> and uh sometimes you still will, will, will roll that one out <laughs> <laughs> it's so, a good one you never know you know Kid, kids definitely they, they you know you can't there's no controlling them <laughs> they just come out the way they come out and you just deal with it right right fourth baby that's I- that's what was blowing our minds. Like we can't make sense of it story-wise. We're like, what the hell? Fourth baby. What? You know, well, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. No, you don't have to. No, that's fine. No, no, just our, just our reaction to it. I don't want to spoil anything, but no, 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 that's perfect. The problem with, with talking to you guys is like, there's always stuff that I'm going, Oh, I know where I'm going with that. And then it's like, Oh shit. I don't want to say anything because, uh, your secret uh, is safe with us and yeah, our yeah, listeners just, until Wednesday. Where it's like, all right, I had basically visuals for a couple of characters that I'm going, kind of going, oh, I want to go this direction. Oh, but I want to go this direction. Ah, I can't do both. Wait a minute. <laughs> what if I have to be another kid? <laughs> that sort of thing. And it's like, all right. But then, and then, you know, just being able to have them. Um, have an, another sibling who's not as developed as their, you know, sort of a little, a little, little one running around while the others are are older and and you know they're going through other stuff and it's like, oh, you're just a baby and it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you know, and anybody who's been a, a younger sibling can kind of relate to that, just going, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah you can reach the shelf and i can't <sighs> yeah you know you know the answer to that even if you can super leap and have perfect aim yeah yeah seven-year-old beats the shit out of my four-year-old all the time it's great <laughs> <laughs> yeah my we were my family were really super close in terms of our our age my brother's not even a year older than me so same with my we, sister we didn't really have a lot of, of that, like, oh, you're just a baby, because it was like, come on, man. We're going to be the same age for two weeks, so I, I can right, right. catch up at some point here. 
it's funny too. And when you look at it, they're only like three or four years apart sometimes. And you know, mine's always like, he's, t- why does he talk so funny? Why does he do this? I was like, you were doing that three years ago. You know, it's to them. It's like, it could have been like a decade, you know, to us, you know, it's, we realize the time is so short. Yeah. But. My, uh, my niece and nephew, my, my niece is the older one. She has a tendency to like talk for my, for the younger one. So he doesn't talk as well as she did at the same age. Yeah, that happens a lot. Well, generally, first kids talk way better just because they're around adults yeah. all the time. Right. You know? Although, you know, in this particular case, they're surrounded by morons like themselves. So it's like, <laughs> oh, there's three of us. None yeah. of us talk very well. So if I'm learning a new word, I may be learning it from this knucklehead he can't pronounce it anyway so what, what good is that <laughs> with uh with issue 230 you had to take the swastikers off the cover right what's what's the story like is that so it could sell overseas or something it was just a germany thing and, and they have like a, a law against yeah it? Like they, they got they have rules up there about about having swastikas and on stuff and i was like you know can't i don't imagine know how why. true it is i don't know what the deal is I wasn't forced to do it. I, right. I just was like, oh, let me just do this to see if it makes any difference. And I haven't, I haven't really heard from anybody one way or the other. Like, oh, great, thanks for that, man. I haven't heard that at all. <laughs> they so, only call when they're pissed. Yeah, I just, I just did it just to to see if anybody would would react, and they didn't. So, okay. I mean, I it's got to be a thing though, because I even saw like. Uh, you know, Stefan or somebody was like a regular at the Facebook forums, like being like, Oh man, another book I can't buy. And I was like, Oh wow, that sucks. And for a listener, Stefan's from Germany, right? Yeah. 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 I think so. I think that was a guy. And I think that at this point he should, he should be able to get it. Um, hopefully. And, and he should be fine. Yeah. But we'll see. You know, I don't, I haven't, I haven't, heard from him one way or the other to know if he actually was able to to, to get the book because our swastika is in the issue just not on the cover anymore yeah it's it's i guess you can i don't know i, I heard from <laughs> other, i'd heard from other people in germany going oh, i haven't any problem with anything so it's like well wait a minute <laughs> i, I well, think it, i think it's a combination of comics aren't a big deal so they I aren't, think scru- they aren't scrutinized as badly yeah mm-hmm. Because video games, I can tell you that they got to strip yeah. that shit out 100%. Like, you can't have any. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. There we'll, was a new we'll, one. Won't get past the ratings one. board. Yeah, there was a new one set in Germany where they were fighting Nazis. And so the, it would have been like, it was filled with them. And they were like, nah, we got to take it out, like, completely. Wow. So, yeah. So, it's weird. It's, it's... I can't imagine why they're so sensitive about it. <laughs> <laughs> got to be some history there i don't know if only we could find out what it is <laughs> <laughs> but i guess we're in the dark forever oh well shrug we certainly can't <laughs> google it <sighs> so we got, got rapture back now oh yeah a rapture that's a rapture true. yeah that's pretty badass she's she's a great character she's you know it's always <laughs> the bitches back or whatever you know like you, you I, just, I like i like drawing her she just and always it, it's 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 just ah, i just feel i feel 
kind of crappy when I do it just because it's like, oh, it's another character that's essentially back from the dead. Right. You, <laughs> but, mentioned, you mentioned elsewhere she should have all memories from all her variations, right? Yeah, but I'm kind of, I kind of look at that uh, very, very much like you just had a bunch of really vivid dreams and you remember a bunch of stuff and you're going, whoa, whoa, what is all that? Oh, so her, her primary it's, memories it's are her dimension. Kind of, just overwhelming. It, it doesn't overwrite what you've got going on. Otherwise, you know, Dragon would have immediately been like, all right, I guess I'm... Uh, I'm Paul now. I guess I'm Kerr now, so I'm just taking over the world. That's right. I'm yeah. Paul now Kerr. I've got my powers. Fuck you guys. You know, so... <laughs> <laughs> you kind of play a little fast and loose with it, but I, what I wanted was for people to have access to certain information. So I didn't have to have characters that we had seen, had met each other and know each other and had some kind of a relationship to, to not have them be back to square one again and have to play all that same things over and over again. Just thought, okay, let's skip this part of it. And and just have there be something that'll that'll fill things in. It really came about from just my reading of DC's New Fifty Two and just going, well, how would I do it? So people didn't feel like they were totally burned by having their whole world turned on its edge. It's like well, I would do it. I'd do it like this, where they at least remembered what, what went on, so that you didn't feel as a reader that 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 continuity was was pointless you know it's like what what was that i've been reading this stuff now for 20 years and they don't remember a a goddamn thing well that's no good (laughs) yeah exactly exactly and that way it kind of makes them like in the exact same situation as the reader where the reader has all those memories of all those iterations yeah yeah exactly and 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 the thing too is that you know she's gonna have her different experiences on top of whatever memories are coming, uh, rushing in there. Right. She's, it, it's not like all the other stuff that she had in there went away. Right. Um, you I, know, I, and maybe if there were more raptures around, they would, every one of them would just be going, Hey, we're all assholes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be what she gravitates towards for yeah. sure. <laughs> I, I get the impression she's been in Dimension X for a while here. She's been in Dimension X long enough to have a child who grows up to be the guy who shows up on the last page. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, when you, when you dropped the cover for 234, and, and, and we knew what the, the last page of this issue was, I just wanted to tell everybody, second most misleading cover ever. <laughs> it takes like, willpower. It does. What? He shaved off his goatee. Amazing. <laughs> smooth, smooth trick. Definitely. I, I got to ask if all the, uh, of all the, all the shaving based stuff covers was to set this up. <laughs> uh, well, you'll just have to wait. <laughs> okay. He's messing with us. Love it. No, Love there's, it. there's, there's, God, I can't. Go there. God damn it. Uh, it's cool. <laughs> no, we like being in the dark. But just, you know, just like any other character, there's, they're, they're, they've experienced other stuff. 
So it's not like, hey, it's all the same. It's like, oh, it's the same but different and this, that, and the other thing. But, but, uh, I mean, as as misleading as the cover that cover may have seemed, uh, Malcolm is going to (laughs) shave. Okay. Because uh, basically, the, <laughs> I was going to drop the, the book. The, the, so they're a big spoiler there. But the the uh, the the thing with that is, you know, they're making the the TV show and whatever. And at some point, somebody goes, you know, with that beard, you look like you're in your 30s, and your wife looks like she's 14. This <laughs> just seems kind of messed up. I yeah. only have one real question. How is it Malcolm's the only person in Dimension X to find clothing? Uh, Someday we'll find out. That's that's your only one real question. There'll be be stuff there. It's not it's not not that as weird as as it may seem. I gotta say, in the past maybe a year or so, it does seem like you're having a lot of fun drawing alien dicks. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think some of these podcasts were like, "Did you see any dick in this panel?" Yep, there's one. Whoa, I missed that one. <laughs> it's hilarious the giant dicks that Craig will miss. <laughs> I'd be like, "Craig, look at it. It's like huge right there." They look like Ben Grimm fingers most of the time. Got a head on it. Got a biting mouth right there. The foreshortening <laughs> on that junk there. <laughs> we say. <laughs> pantsless Tuscan Raiders like <laughs> uh, so we get um we get Dart back in the newest uh, issue yeah surprise I was, to see her. Not, I was not expecting to see her but I was also not expecting to see her as Mako Dart I thought that was gone with the freak out and then I don't was this the first time that we saw she had a kid with Barry? I know that they had sex but I don't know if we've yeah this is the first time so we 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 are were not privy to her being pregnant and we were not privy to her having given birth because we haven't seen her in a while right we haven't touched on uh, a lot of the the, some of the chicago characters in a bit so it was like oh here's my opportunity to kind of drop in and catch readers up a little bit on what's going on with her and then you know where, where that goes well, we'll just have to see. <laughs> I love that fact that she still has like the Mako power because I was yes! so bummed when she lost it. <laughs> yes. I, well, I she kind of re. I mean, it's a good way for her to be able to kind of get out of shitty situations to be able to have that, and also since that's the place where uh, the blood is that can keep her forever young. Right. Yeah. She's like. Well, I can be forever young and turn into this monster, or I can turn into a withered old lady in a jail cell. It's like, all right, that's not a tough choice to make. Um, but I, I, think end, it, I think it, I think it makes her interesting because of her hangups with Mako. So now yeah. she's stuck with his powers. Yeah, she's got to see him every time she sees herself. Forever. Well, that's not the only place she's going to be seeing him. Oh, ominous. She did have a kid. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, and yeah. she had the kid while she was a shark woman. So she had him when she had the blood. 
so she's she's we're gonna get a little sort of mako dragon nice combo so holy shit his, mind blown when he, raven's so excited when his when his teeth appear you'll be like oh what? <laughs> well what do you know but you nice. you look at you, if you look at him here, his eyes are kind of... Oh, that's why he, much he bit her finger. Wider, wider set than than uh, a normal kid would be. And he's got kind of more of a... Just a two-dot nose rather than like a full yeah, real nose. I see. <laughs> that's awesome. I totally missed that. So, the, the bit where she gets her... The woman gets her finger bit. Now that in, in the nose. Yeah, the nose. <laughs> awesome that kicks ass there we go. so any if you notice i mean he looks he looks pretty gray compared to the way some of the other dragon for some reason i thought look. barry was that color though but uh barry's more of a weird kind of a blue green kind of thing he had going on but whatever yeah pretty soon we're gonna need Eight. like a. We're gonna need a spin-off <laughs> book like Power Pack where it's just a bunch of like five year olds fighting. It's just kicking the shit out of each other. <laughs> God damn I'm excited about that. That's great. <laughs> Sorry, it's spoilers. God damn it. Ugh. No, that's if we were it's great, is if we were observant, we would have fucking noticed anyway. I'm sure we would have little... talked ourselves into it at some point. <laughs> There's just, there's stuff, there's so much stuff we can, I can do in the book where I'm just like, I can plant this little seed there and then I can go someplace with this later on and I can do this. And it's like, God damn it. This is, this is fun. I just, it just takes so goddamn long to get to, to yeah. everything because there's so much of it. Do you find with so much backstory and so many characters that it gets easier to write the book or is it? more difficult to write the book because you've done so much um it's i would say probably it's probably easier but it's kind of overwhelming in a way because you end up going well geez i'd like to use that character but what do they look like now and what has gone on in their lives in the intervening big hunk of time and it and it can just get like how much of a hassle is it going to be to catch readers up on their lives? And is that even an interesting story to tell? Right. Know, where I'm going with this, you know, because some characters, you know, suddenly it's like, Oh, we're, we're catching back up on cutthroat and bam, he's fat and she's fat. And <laughs> there's, you know, they've got a little kid and, and there's, this stuff goes on that we're not privy to. Um, and there could be endless amounts of that. And some characters are like, I really like them as this thing. And how many characters can you freeze in amber like that <laughs> before readers are going, wait a minute. Okay. Maybe time traveling kid Avenger can stay a kid forever. Maybe kill cat can have his special nine lives cat thing for a while, but we can't just, do that with everybody <laughs> right right and, and i mean it got to a point where like i can't have i can't have she dragon be what she was she's she's aging out of the that role she can't just be this ditzy little kid forever right and right it's like oh shit <laughs> I, 
I gotta go somewhere with this. So I think for the readers, it's good and bad. You know, it. it I, I love it overall because a lot of the times where you end up is I, I got to see this character in their in their best iconic form a couple of times and then right. they weren't that anymore. I remember with that one character, War God, I was like, I want to know this guy's deal. He kind of looks like Adam Warlock. He was always kind of in the background of like the um, gang war books. He always yeah. looks so badass. And he never really did anything. And I was like, man, what a waste. And then when kind of Thunderhead's like flashback scenes, he kind of appeared and he said like a few words. He's kind of like Thunderhead's kind of mentor in a way. Yeah. I think, right? Or was he his, was he his friend? I don't know. He was know. his I, friend's dad. Because yeah, yeah, his yeah, dad yeah. was in the joint. So he hung out at his like, friend's house man, all the time. I wanted, yeah, yeah. I was just like, I just wanted to know more about the character. And it's like, you just can't, you can't get to it's, him. All. It's I mean, hard. It, there ends up being too much stuff all the time. And it, and you know and and now I'm I've got the book set someplace else. How how random is it going to be if I just have there be this string of characters that are making it north to the border? Right. <laughs> right. Well, Trump wants yeah. them all out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I could just be like, well, all these guys are going to get kicked out, so so they're or, running away or something. So maybe they're all just going up there. You know, I could. <laughs> I just remember, like the gang war, like uh, kind of uh, three issue kind of arc where it was like you introduced like fifty to a hundred different characters, and even like some of them ended up on the back of trading cards. But it was like all you ever saw was like a little thumbnail of these guys, and it was like, man, I need to know more about this guy. Again, you just can't get to him. But <laughs> well, some of them I... suck too, and it was oh, like... absolutely. But... <laughs> I still needed to see a page of them. Do I really need to do more with Soundstorm? Can we just... (laughs) You know, and Gavin was making his shopping list of, okay, these are the characters who are still alive. And and it's like, man, some of those guys, I don't even want to draw again. They suck. (laughs) (laughs) That's when, uh, that's when you just had them all like killed, like, uh, yeah, Solar Man, Man just destroys them all. He's like, all right, we're cleaning house for you, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So um, you have a new letterer, too, with this new issue, uh, who's not really that new because he's done backups for you, uh, Yeah, Delgado, who is yeah. amazing. I, I love his stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's very versatile. He can do a lot of different kind of styles. Um, but I really kind of wanted that, that old comic book. I wanted it to look and feel like a comic book. It's, it's weird. I just got the, um, the the image box today, which has you know everything that comes from that came out from Image Comics in in, in a month. So it's like right. here yep. is a a big chunk of of comics. And Savage Dragon is like the only one that really looks like a comic book to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it looks so different from everything else around it. And even when I'm, you know, looking at at Marvel and DC comics, they've all got these painted covers and and a lot of them aren't really doing comic book-like logos anymore or, or much of anything on them. 
Right. And it's like, God, this looks so different to have a, a comic that looks like a comic book. So many posed covers now and just like pinup covers, you know, like not nothing yeah. to do with the inside of the book. It drives me crazy. And not so much the big image books. Usually those are pretty consistent with the contents. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a different ball of us. I mean, it's re- really interesting to see how this whole field has and, and, developed over the last, you know, 25 years. Because, you know, 25 years ago, the big beef was that, that all anybody does is superhero comics. Hmm. Now we've got, you know... Image is doing almost anything but superhero comics. I count about three these days. Again, and... Well, and even the big guys are doing superhero comics, but they're not really like super. A lot of them aren't really like superhero comics. I don't know if you read, like, uh, was it the Mr. Miracle, the new one? It's like, this this isn't superheroes fighting or anything like that. It's, like, way too... I don't know. Like, it just... The only guy that I feel like that gets away with superhero stuff these days is... um. What's his name? Uh, Madman. Uh, Alred. Uh, oh, Alred. Yeah, Alred, Alred. Yeah, Like when he does a, a Silver Surfer or a Bug comic, it's fun and it's superhero-y, but I don't really see that much of it. I mean, I'm not. I'm looking at him on the stands and I'm like, this, I don't know, it just doesn't seem fun. <laughs> hmm. It yeah. says crossovers, baby. That's what it is. Watchmen. <laughs> I, don't, I, I bought the Mr. Miracle ones. The artwork was gorgeous, but... It was just like a commentary on like Depression. comics or something. I don't know. It just was not like it wasn't it wasn't a superhero book. Mm. Me and you, Craig, will get into that a bit later. <laughs> but how do you? I, I mean, I, I love it. But how do you take Mister Miracle and make him into a not a superhero book? Like, I don't know. Sorry, he's a he's he's a super skateboardist, right? I mean, yep. isn't that yeah? That's part of that deal. Yeah, I haven't read it yet. I just, you know, it's whatever. good, but it's different. Like it's, really it's different. a beautiful book, but it's not a superhero book. Yes. Jim may feel different, but I feel different. <laughs> but like I said, that may not be pertinent to this conversation. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> any, uh, any updates on, I know you teased us a little bit about, uh, maybe a freak force mini coming up or anything like that. Is, is that still kind of being talked about or, um, not as much as I would like. Yeah. It's it kind of the, the, the reality is that the numbers just aren't there. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, mm. it's just not. And, and it's, you know, it's one thing for me to go, I'm, I'm going to do this and I'm going to take this risk and do this crazy thing on my own. It's quite another to involve other people. Right. To, into jumping off the cliff. Um, <laughs> you know, and the mighty man, Thing came out and it did it did something it, it you know it it made yeah. money but it didn't make a living money for right. somebody to do something it's like you know if, if you can do better doing something else but you know and, and you want to do that that is totally fine so i kind of was encouraging uh encouraging nikos to kind of go yeah why don't you why don't you why don't you do something with somebody who can who can actually make this work for you rather than than than, than me? I mean, it's like this. Here's the reality: it's right. you're not going to be able to uh, feed your family with this one. 
Sure, sure. Yeah, and it's a lot of work to put into it. It's a lot of work to put in it to go to at the end of the day go, oh man, I got, you know, whatever it was. I don't even know. I don't I don't know what you got for it. But it's not a lot. You know, it's like, right. oh I got fifteen hundred dollars for all that work. That's that's a lot of work, a lot of time or or whatever. I don't even know what number there was or but it's just not enough for you guys to know that the FinCast totally appreciated it and loved it. That's not enough for you. <laughs> Fortunately, I mean, it's, it's, it's one, like they say, you know, I can, I'd be fine just going, you know, let me just write this thing and I don't, I don't need to get, I don't need to see a dime for it. I don't give a shit, right. but he's, I can't put that on somebody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not fair. Yeah. Understandable. When I saw Stretch Armstrong, uh, I was simultaneously happy and my heart sank. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it looks cool." I was like, "Oh, Freak Force, oh." <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, okay. I'm not gonna be greedy. He's got some other irons in the fire, and he's gonna he's gonna be doing more comics, and it's yeah. like, good. I want him to be able to to do that because I mean, the first stuff I saw from him was stuff where he was drawing and coloring it right so right i've known him as an artist who i kind of took him away from his his love of of drawing stuff to go do do this book with me um but really you know he at one point he was doing stuff on his own and he kind of wanted to be you know writing stuff and draw or i mean drawing stuff and and coloring it and so it's like all right here you have opportunities take them do something right. with well, i don't want to hold the guy up how many years how many years has he been coloring on savage dragon now it's it's been what issue did he start a minute. you know uh i think 138 wow i don't, I don't know close to it was like issues. i feel like it was it the godland issue it was the adam archer issue yeah it was adam archer which was that I don't know. I'll look it up. <laughs> Gavin would know. Gavin, Gavin would know. Come on. Don't you pay a guy for that? <laughs> so um, I want to ask, uh, where did this Aquaria comic come from? How did that get on your radar? Uh, just this friend who was doing stuff. He had uh, done something for one of the Next Issue Project books. And he had, was looking for a home. For a place to put it, and I said, "All right, like I got a place. If you want to, you want to do it." Cool. And so that's that's how it came about. It's it's kind of an oddball just because it's it doesn't tie in with any of the regular dragon stuff. But, well, it yeah. kind of, it reminds me of Frank Vasco's uh, Itrian when that was running at the time. Yeah, because that didn't tie in anything at the time. Yeah, it, it's like it, it it doesn't all have to circle back, you know when. The Desperate Times stuff didn't. No. Um, Chris Giarusso stuff occasionally did, but it wasn't. It wasn't like it was integral to the to the Dragon universe or anything. So, are we gonna are, are we gonna see more Chris G strips? Because I know I don't think it was in the newest issue, but the, he's had a few in the past, and they've been hilarious. Yeah, there there will be more when I got when I've got room for more. It kind of fluctuates. When there's uh, space month to month depending on you know the number of letters and the amount of stuff i've got because there there are other things that that show up sure 
Just but yeah, to, I love this stuff. I, I love this stuff. I'd love to see it every month if I could. Just to uh, interject with uh, Nikos's first issue, it was 138 in September 2008. So we're almost on 10 years, which oh, is yeah. amazing. And 100 issues. It, it, you yeah, know, it's, it's close a, to it. But he, he had a, there was a few um, Steve Olaf issues come along the way. Yeah. He, he didn't do 139, I know that. Okay. Um, and so there was a little bit of, you know, he's he's here, he's he's and he's doing so, but he's it's it's added up. There's been a chunk of them. And, and it's fun to watch how his colors have evolved in the comic <laughs> over that time. Oh yeah. And I, I do remember one thirty eight being blown away by the colors, being like, Yeah, this guy, this guy's great. you know, I just remember the shock and the change of the colors and loving it. I, I one thirty eight was a standard. Yeah, I, I like that one. He he kind of de- had developed a a style I was not as fond of a while down the road. He everything had gotten kind of mushy, yeah. and so at at that point I was like, all right, we need to we need to change this up a bit, and that's and that's when we we kind of found the the new more recent uh, way he's been doing it, which I, I quite like. Yeah, it's it's good. I I was a bit of the flats and stuff. I was a bit critical of it for a while, if I recall. I think it's a little bit of a learning curve. Yeah. uh, When when we did switch over, because I was like, all right, let's let's change this now. And he had already colored a couple pages, so there's like a couple pages done in the the old way that needed to be kind of converted over, and those pages looked a little. A little weird, but we after a couple uh, issues, it's like all right, we found a new way of doing things. I, I got to say, with Savage Dragon, what's one of the things I really enjoy about it is that since I've collected it, it's the longest running comic I've collected, and there's so many issues that you kind of group things together and you know certain issues by like artistic changes, whether it's the letterer, which before dragon, I never paid really much attention to letterers and I really gained an appreciation on that. And you can see how it changes with each different letter. Same thing with the colors. I remember like even right before 138, uh, Sav dragon 137, I forget who did the colors on that. It was the one with uh, the amazing joy buzzards and, that just used a whole different palette, and you just get yeah, gain an appreciation. Really different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Man, just... remember Amazing Joy Buzzards? That was like a lifetime ago. Now it feels like. Well, yeah. what's his the artist for? What's what's his name? He's doing the Tiny Titans. He's his style is really taken off. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah, good. it's it is great. There's some good guys. So, but uh, that's what's <laughs> it's it's fun to see all those changes over you know, 25 years and, and you really kind of can appreciate it. It's, it's fun. It's a fun ride. Well, cool. Well, but, it's uh, been fun for me too. Let me just say. <laughs> as long as you're having fun, that's what really matters. <laughs> no, it is. Keep, keep drawing those alien dongs. <laughs> it's nothing but dongs. It's all dong issue. Heroic <laughs> dong. Hashtag heroic dong. <laughs> Do you have a? Uh, do you have any? I know. Uh, well, I, I might as well ask you this. But you're probably gonna roll your eyes. Uh, do you know? Uh, can you tell us where the ant comic is in, is in the process? <laughs> is that something maybe this year or? I sure as hell hope so. <laughs> I mean, kind of the idea would be that I, that 
I would go to fewer conventions and get more comics done because yeah. that's been, that's been something that's ate up a lot of time was just going to shows you know and you start taking a a week out of your schedule here and there and just it, you can't do it right not, not in maintain some kind of a regular schedule so um the hope was to to go okay well let's let's get dragon on a super regular thing and just pound it out and then uh and then if you got time left at the end of the month start getting some some ant under your belt yeah that was the idea and then this month i just screwed the pooch it just didn't, <laughs> well, it you, just didn't come together i feel like dragon's been coming out like almost seems like sometimes like every three weeks i'm like whoa is another one <laughs> you know it's it's been yeah, super I was, like, to, I was trying to catch up by the end of the year because i had a i had a christmas issue right and it was like, uh, this Christmas issue isn't going to come out anywhere near Christmas, so <laughs> what, what the heck am I going to do? And then I, I was running behind enough that I wasn't able to get a, a January cover solicited. So because of that, basically my January, what would have been my January issue, ended up being a February issue that would be out the first week in February. And so I was like, well, if I've got a little bit more time, which I did have, now would be the time when I could move to the to having Farron letter it. So that that kind of having that extra week made it so that I could uh, switch over and with the lettering. Because Chris has just been, I've been driving that poor guy up the wall. <laughs> really, yeah, because I'll just drop a whole issue in his lap and be like, I need this thing in three hours. And it's like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and he's pretty much stopped lettering every other comic. And it was just down to Savage Dragon. And he's been doing all this, all the children's book stuff. Right. And, and that's like, man, man, oh, man, I'm holding this poor guy hostage. <laughs> you know, he's been a super good guy about it. Yeah. But it's like, I, I can't, I can't continue to be this guy who just wrecks this other guy's life. Well, you were, <laughs> you were his last holdout in the hand lettering too, right? <laughs> Back then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, that got to that point where it's like, I can't do this. <laughs> what are you doing to me? Hmm. But, oh, well. So do you have like complete issues of Ant done or are you still I've got pages that are pencil. So there's stuff that is kind of plotted out and and being worked on. But there's not enough that I can go, yeah, this is a whole issue. Um, right. When uh initially Mario was going to do uh his issue 12 years and years and years ago. Right. Um, uh, he, he had kind of had started the drawing an issue, got six pages into it, got all sorts of Marvel stuff and was off doing other things. And I sort of been this, I, can we just wrap this story up? Can we just <laughs> something? And so, uh, I ended up doing layouts for the rest of that issue that he had started. And just like, here, this will do it. This will get the story done. It'll wrap it up in a nice place. And so I had actually done these thumbnails for him. And then uh, 
he didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then more time passed and more time passed. And eventually he had lost the files for the six pages that he oh, had. Geez. And then he had a falling out with the guy who had written the other story. So then it was, I can't even use these characters anymore. And so I was like, all right, well, let tell you what, I'll lay out six more pages to this wow. thing that just starts the story off with, you know, basically the other guy's characters dying immediately, like in a ball of fire, you know? So it's like <laughs> page one, boom, hey, all my allies are dead. You know, <laughs> just because I, I, not having there be closure on stuff drives me up the wall. I mean, <laughs> how, how many times have you taken, like, stuff back from people and just done the layouts from them. I feel like this is a reoccurring theme oh, on books. And a lot of the, the the backup stories there'll be individual panels that yeah. I sent back and was like, all right, try it this way and and stuff like that. And some some people have been super receptive to it and will take the criticism and other people are like, that's it. That's the straw that broke uh. And they just, I never hear from them again. It's like, oh. Which one were you, Raven? <laughs> it, I had it easy. I didn't get anything back. I was scared to death. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Every time I saw the emails, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it was easy. Yeah, I was shaking that my boots. Worked out. That, one, that one was good. I, didn't, I had no complaints about that one. That one I, could, I, had, I had, you know, space where I could drop stuff and... and yeah, that one was a dream, but oh, I I've, I've had other ones where it was where it was quite the opposite. It's like, oh, okay, what do I do here? How can I, <laughs> how can I salvage this? Uh, and I had an unfortunate one recently where I had I had written a story for a guy specifically catered to the characters he wanted to draw, mm-hmm. and then he did uh, layouts for it and I critiqued him on it and then he just that just killed him he just didn't do it and I, I kept giving him more and more more time on it wow um and, and uh and 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 so recently I I gave it to to another guy and then wow. the, the next guy had some troubles too and it was like, holy crap, man. This is going to be this cursed script that never actually gets finished. Ah. Well, Comic artists are flakes, man. There's a ton. Like, it's flake city. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Actually, the um, the Mighty Man uh, thing that, that was we did, um, I had written the, the first chapter of that for somebody else. Oh, sent wow. it to them, and... They never, I, I mean, there was never, I, I never got anything usable back. And I haven't even told the guy, you know, forget it. It's just, it's been drawn by somebody else. It's in print already. Um, you know, if he ever gets his shit together and sends it in, it'll just be like, oh, I hate to tell you this, buddy, but. <laughs> or I'll just script it in such a way that I, that I can make it work anyway, you know. Because he'll do something else completely different. Yeah. And it's funny how that works. You can just put different words coming out of it and shuffle pages around a little bit. And it's like, oh, that's a brand new story. Check <laughs> it, out. it doesn't look the same. It doesn't quite read the same. So. Readers are getting deja vu. I saw this fight scene somewhere before. It's super familiar. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Bulldog soldiers again? 
<laughs> just him with the bulldogs. They just turn into cats. It's just a rut. Yeah, it's hard. Collaborations, like, my God, this is like... Well, I, I, I just tell this story is like me and my friend. I was like talking to him about Megaton Man and Savage Dragon. I was like, that how that crossover went. We should do that. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, because that would be super fun. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, and we have the internet. I was like, they were like FedEx and packages and shit. I was like, we can do this real fast because we can just email. And he's like, yeah. That shit has been like years. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it's not gonna happen. I don't think. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> We'll yeah, see. I don't know. It can it can just be you know, I mean it's can be image united, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like this the shark stops swimming and now it's dead. Yeah. So that that's where that ends up sometimes. It's like, oh, that's that sucks. You know, you want, you want that thing to to all come together and for it to be a beautiful, beautiful thing, but but you know, at some point somebody's gotta actually produce some pages. And that's where it falls apart. That's where it falls apart, you know? Exactly. I just I just want to point it out that you brought it up. We weren't going to bring it up at all. No, I, <laughs> at this point, nobody it's It's been enough years that it should just, it's just this dead thing that isn't anywhere. It's not on anybody's radar. Nobody asks me about it anymore. It's just, it's just gone. Yeah, I think the times, you can't. There's nothing you can do now about it. Yeah, it's no. past. I mean, yeah, I mean, you the other uh, pages here that are done. Where Malcolm is nine little years pip squeak. old. <laughs> yeah. He's you like know? scrawny, right? Yeah, he's a scrawny little kid, and 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 Angel's in there, and she's it's, it's a little girl, and it's like this and is Dragon's dead, <laughs> and yeah, and Dragon's long dead, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Like wow, you guys, way to get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, shit happens. It's fine. yeah, no, stuff happens. What, what can you do? Yeah. Well, uh, I I don't know if this is maybe this is a good wrapping up point. I don't know yeah. if you guys have other questions. I mean, we've, we kind of went through the gamut. Pretty solid. Uh, you mentioned, uh, I'll just throw this out just real quick. You mentioned that you're in a real R-Crumb vibe right now. Like, you got any favorites, anything that really is, like, pulling you that you keep going back to R-Crumb-wise? Um, like yeah, a favorite you know, character? I've just, I've just been reading all of it because I got a bunch of his sketchbook stuff, so a lot of that's just random running around doing craziness. Mm-hmm. And then um, the uh, Panographics published the complete Crumb books, and mm-hmm. so I just been reading reading through those. But I my my interests seem to they don't last long. <laughs> <laughs> you tired of him already? It's just how, how that goes. I mean, very often I'll just I'll I'll be like. Oh, I'm in this Rick Leonardi place. I'm going to do this Rick Leonardi. <laughs> I get three pages in, and I'm just like, "All right, moving on." <laughs> it's like trying to sustain something for a full issue can be uh, can be difficult, even you know, just being <laughs> like, "All right, I'm really into this," and it's like, "Ah, not so much." Um, <laughs> it was somewhat different when I was sending stuff to people to be lettered because I'd have to pencil the whole issue 
in order to start getting stuff back to be inking it. Um, and so it could it could be somewhat more of one piece, mm -hmm. but that's not so much now. Now it's it's, it's much more kind of all over the place. Man, all right. And so I guess lastly, I mean, we're like knock, we're breathing down Invincible's end. And I just wanted to say that the thing that gets me is I see all these bummed out Invincible fans. And I just want to shake them and I want to scream, read Savage Dragon, goddamn you. Read it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like the genesis. <laughs> the genesis. Because they all Yeah, die. you know, it would be weird for them, too, because they would be like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no. There's a lot of the same kind of themes, a lot of the same kind of stuff. So I, don't, I, I don't get why that doesn't happen. Because if I like a band, I search out similar bands, you know? like Yes, yes. There's not that... <laughs> Not that many comics out there like Invincible. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, you know, it's just weird. Dragon but... is like the only comic like Invincible because Invincible was, you know, cribbing some dragon stuff. So I'm just saying that's why I'm, I'm just like, because me and Jim were even cooking up a thing where we were going to do kind of like a, hey, Invincible readers, you know, come on over. Come yeah. on over. So have you, have you seen the last issue, Art? Yes. I've it's seen it. I've read it. Heartbreaking, nice. I'm sure. <laughs> it is not what I was expecting. Really? Huh. Yeah. You can tell. Was, no, it's well. It's also it's great. <laughs> I was not expecting it to be as long as it was too. So it's, it's like. Was it extra length? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super long. Awesome. Well, we already know there's a Corey and Orion part, so I figured. Yeah. So basically, they both do about an issue's worth of stuff. Shit, yeah. So there's it's it's super long and, it, and it's like oh there's there's a lot to it. Yeah, it's coming out in two weeks. I, I just, love. Both I'm pretty guys. sure we'll probably do a post episode powwow about it when it when it comes out. It, and it, it, it blows my mind that Savage Dragon outlasts Invincible. It's like yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, but uh, will it I outlast Walking Dead? I mean, kind of. I think uh, Ryan wanted to stretch his legs and do some other stuff felt like I've been on this book forever, you know, I didn't really get a chance to draw some of these characters, you know, he never got to draw the Marvel characters. He's going to go to Marvel and DC and make a billion dollars. Billion. <laughs> you know, he's going to go he's... there and he's going to find out that, oh, I'm not making the same living I was making when I was doing Invincible. Yeah. That's what he's yeah. going to find. Because it's, it's, he's not going to be getting a, a a big old chunk of those books the way he was getting a big old chunk of Invincible. Right, right. And it's like, oh, eye-opener. It could yeah. maybe be the chance just to play with those toys, you know, too. It, it, there is something to that. And I know, that, you know, for a lot of guys, it's like, yeah, but I can, this cover has Batman on it, and I can sell the original art to something with Batman on it, even yeah. if the book's not making the kind of money I was making over here. Absolutely. And, and a lot of it's, you know, just what do you want to do? How do you want to spend your hours? What what excites you? Yeah. If if doing the same book doesn't excite you anymore, it's like, OK, time to time to do something else. We, we uh, know Otley writes his own stuff, so it is kind yeah. of strange. But I mean, I guess it's whatever he wants to do. But also in your career, if you can say, oh, brought to you by the guy that drew 20 issues of Batman and 15 issues of X-Men or whatever it is, you know, it just kind of hits hard too. like, you know, with people that want to buy stuff. It, 
to have that kind of background where you've been able to play with the, the biggest characters in comic books, you know? So I, I get it in a way. I mean, well, I'm looking for whatever he draws on there. There's still stuff that I kind of go, man, I wish I got a chance to do, you know, this character or that character. That's still there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's because it's like there's a lot of stuff that I, I never got to do. You know, it's like I never drew a Wonder Woman story. That would be awesome. Yeah. You know, or I never drew, uh, you know, I drew a little bit of Superman stuff and not, not enough to the point where I felt like I got a feel for it. Or, you know, I would love the, to see Captain America by you. I don't, you didn't, you've never drawn a Captain America, right? Ever drawn a Captain America story? Um, Besides I've, like an Avengers Spider Man issue or something. Yeah. I mean, he's been in stuff a little bit, but even then, it's like I don't draw the way I draw now, then. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, when I had the Fantastic Four show up in Spider Man, yeah, they were, they, they were, uh, you know, they were of of that time. They yeah, were, they were yeah. Kind of 90s looking. Absolutely. Like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't draw them like that now. No. <laughs> or the Hulk or, you know, whatever. Yeah, a lot of that stuff. Just time goes on and it's like, I mean, even if I were to do some Spider-Man stuff now, I think it would look pretty different from the way I was doing it at that point. But I guess you got you got your Hulk out in Defenders. That that, that was a great yeah, Hulk. Yeah, a little I love bit. That a little yeah. bit. It was... It was kind of nice to be able to at least have a have a little sense of that. It's like, yeah. all right, let's let's do that and work with different anchors and try different stuff out. It's like Absolutely, it's all, it's all fun. Um, but you know, there's constantly stuff like that where you just feel like, ah, oh, no, let me do that. How come I'm not doing that? Like, <laughs> you just can't do everything, you knucklehead. You know? <laughs> Pick some. And sometimes, you know, and that's and that's what I've done. It's like, all right. Whenever I go and do something somewhere else, it's like, oh yeah, this sucks. <laughs> I remember this. This is a miserable experience. You mean somebody can say no? That's that's no good. <laughs> you can't just have an idea and then just go with it. That's weird. Especially after having 231 issues of your own comic, I gotta imagine it's you know it's a little hard uh, to go back. Yeah, oh, it's <laughs> even the limited stuff that I did, just yeah. little stuff, just like oh my god, I forgot. You know, drawing a, I did did a cover a couple years back for a, a Superman and that had Batman on it, and you know they the editor called me up and wanted me to do this cover, and then it's and so I was like all right. And I drew it and sent it through. And he's like, oh, man, you're supposed to send a sketch. It's a good thing we like it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that there's, there is this process. Well, I, I was even surprised by how much kind of friction there was with the spawn kind of issues. Even like, you, you know, we're not talking Marvel or DC, but I understand McFarlane's got his, it's his character, but I really thought that that spawn thing was going to last longer. And, you know, it just seemed like there was a lot of frustration with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was, the, that was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we can, we that can... was e easily the worst creative experience I've had in comics. Easily. Hands down. <laughs> That's... Just because everybody else, uh, I got to get some stuff through, you know, and with, with Todd, it was, 
you know, I'm going to rewrite stuff. I'm going to redraw stuff. I'm going to move panels around from one page to another. It's like, holy shit. Uh, that's quite so a statement that, for an image super, comics founder. Has that affected your relationship with him at all after that? Or are you guys um, cool? Yeah, a little you bit. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> I mean, it's the thing was, it's we weren't um, prior to working together calling each other up all the time. Right. So, you know, um, we're, we're still doing that. We're not, you know, it's like, I'm not calling him up all the time. So is my, has my relationship changed? Well, not really because that I wasn't anyway. Right. Uh, right. So it's like, all right, back to that. <laughs> I, I've got kind of a, a question. Um, have you seen the um, image revolution documentary? No. Okay. I have it, not. Cause you were definitely interviewed in that and you were in it, but I didn't feel yeah. you were in it as much as everyone as um, Liefeld and and Todd were, and I'm just kind of wondering if you'd seen it, if you you know would have, would know if like no, there's a lot I, of I, stuff I, cut. I won't. Uh, I probably won't ever see it. I'm not. I'm not a person who enjoys seeing himself on yeah. on screen. That makes sense. So I'm just like, all right, you know, I'm, I you want to interview me? I guess we'll find a a place where this can happen. Um, I will but... say it was an informative documentary. <laughs> All right. I learned a lot. <laughs> well, good. You guys are the Beatles of the comic book industry. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I just, I mean, so much. It's like, I don't even like doing panels with those guys. Cause it's just like, uh, glory days, you know, it Funny just, it is weird. You've gotten to a point where glory days can hold you, can feel like it's like a chain around your neck. I, I just, yeah, I just like, well, what are you doing now? You know, don't, yeah. don't talk to me about, oh man, there was those huge crowds and oh, it was like we were this. Who gives a shit? Right, right. That's, that's done. What do, you, what do you got going on right now and why should anybody care? Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's why we're Savage Dragon fans here, because you fucking just never stop making comics, man. You just yeah, fucking kept like, kicking see, ass. Yeah, let's see some more comics. Come on, guys. Get, get that part going on. That's what I want to see. <laughs> you know, quit talking to me about working with Alan Moore for crying out loud. Come on. <laughs> we're, we're past that. That was, that, was, that was a while ago, you know? Oh, yeah, those numbers are really great. Oh, okay, you had a big line at that point? Awesome. What are you working on? Now? <laughs> Got a super left field when probably, I don't know, do we even mention this, but a long time ago, you mentioned it was one of the mysteries of the projects that were coming up. There was the Scooby-Doo house. Uh, the romantic comedy screenplay, has that died? Is that dead on the vine? Uh, it didn't go anywhere. All right, it's about done. That. I wrote it, and I, it was more of a, an, an exercise just to see, like, oh, can I can I sit down and and write a screenplay? And it's like, yeah, I can do it. Nice. Did you ever submit it to any like? Uh, there was or? some yeah. agent dude that I was kind of was dealing with for a little while, and then I mostly I don't give a shit. Right. And, that's, and that's where everything all falls apart. Yeah. Is it'll be like, oh, oh how, what? 
you know, it's like I was talking with somebody about doing something with Ant for a little while, and it was like there's a lot of back and forth on that and a lot of scripts and flying this way and that. And it was just like, man, this is eating up so much of my time. <laughs> I just don't care. I don't care. I'd, I'd rather do this as a comic, and I'd rather not talk about it anymore. Can we just move on? Yeah. Well, that was actually, I was kind of baiting you into that. Is uh, Do you ever think it'll resurface as a comic? What? Yeah? No, the rom-com, the movie. Oh, no, no. I don't Never? Want okay. No, I don't want to draw it. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not something to be drawn. Okay. It's, I, I don't, I just don't see it as, as that. I see it as, as it's, it's supposed to be this one thing. If it's not that one thing, then it'll just, you know, be that forever. You know, maybe someday I'll, I'll, I'll print it somewhere or just put it on the internet or something, but it's, yeah. Some things <laughs> I think are meant, they're just meant to be an exercise. Things. And I think a lot of times when you, when you translate something from being one thing to being another, it, it, it loses a lot in the process. Sure. And, and, you know, I'd rather just have it be what it's supposed to be if it's going to be anything ever, um, or just have that be the end of it. Right. Cool. Certain things like that too. You can, you know, you can take ideas from certain parts and use the ideas of things and yeah. change them around. There's, but. Yeah, there's always dialogue that you can just go, "All right, well, let's, I can say this." <laughs> well, I think uh, I think we've taken up a lot of your time and yeah, kind right? of wasted gone you. through the gamut. But we've had a lot of fun talking to you. It's, it's a lot of a lot of issues to go through and. <laughs> a lot of questions to be I mean really anytime you guys want to do this I'm, I'm down for it so yeah we appreciate that we really enjoy it so thank you yeah <laughs> alright well thanks guys for this thanks for uh, joining us yeah it's great talking to you thank you I'll get back to drawing more dragon power. thank you yeah. <laughs> take care talk to you later guys bye, bye. Whoo, guys. Whoo, boy, are my arms tired. I feel like I've made this joke before. What an interview. <laughs> what were your arms doing during the interview? The, the flapping. <laughs> Is that where my mind went? Well, do you think they Not... were fapping? Yeah. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> oh, Savage Dragon. So take us home, Raven. Well, uh, you got you got nothing. Are we gonna fucking review Savage Dragon two thirty one? We talked about <laughs> no. it. We talked about it during the interview. Oh, did we? Did you oh, not remember? I'm so confused. So long ago. It feels like forever ago. All right, yeah. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Savage Dragon two thirty two. Terror in Toronto. Enter the wraith. He can walk through walls. Nothing can hold him. Nothing can stop him. And only one man dares to try. Malcolm Dragon. And that's, and that, that's, that's what I got. Yeah. And that's got, that's got that cover with the, the arms coming through the wall and grabbing Malcolm's face. Yep. Which should be released March 7th, I think. A month from this, now. This is my birthday. Your birthday... Oh, Savage Dragon, your birthday, there's nothing better. Are we going to see, like, a picture of your, like, 
like salsa salsa on chips like splattered all over the cover of 232 while you're eating it was just gonna be comic. it was just gonna be a twinkie with a candle in it why, no. why is salsa on chips for his birthday because all every time he like <laughs> every time he gets a new issue of savage dragon he like takes a picture of it next to food and is like always eating chips or something what do you eat like usually chips and salsa right yeah the uh the trend started as you know this is a deep cut but you know chicken sandwiches i have eaten yes so as a joke i was just i don't know why i thought this was funny i just thought it was like put it i would eat chicken sandwiches and put pictures of chicken sandwiches up next to the issue and then that place closed and so like there's a mexican (laughs) restaurant downstairs and so i was like oh sweet well i love mexican better than chicken sandwiches so yeah salsa and chips baby what they you, look at me so weird every time I do that. Did you get nervous, Craig, with the food so close to his issue? Uh, it just makes me laugh. Oh. Everybody does, though. Everybody's like, how could you read it with the salsa right there? That's weird. And I was like, I don't know. I don't no, know, no, It's weird, weird that people say it. They say it. Everyone oh, people says prote- it. They want to keep their comics pristine. Not me. I want them to be salsa drenched. I used, I used to read my comics on the toilet. I think a lot of people my, do. My print comics. Near the dookie water. <laughs> dookie water. Oh, that is a gym. <laughs> or rather, a gym. A gym gym. <laughs> that was a J I M G E M. The dookie water. Oh. <laughs> You really made a splash with that one, Bruce. Oh, stop, guys. <laughs> We've lost all of our listeners by this point. But it's good because we're coming to an end. Anyway. Well, it's been hours. Hint, so. hint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been. <clears throat> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> and most importantly, we are Finn-ished. Ah. <laughs> And we're sorry if we offend dead anybody. Oh, God. <laughs> no off. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> mm hmm. Yep. I'm not Finn. doing this. I refuse. I was waiting for you. I was come on, Greg. No, I'm not doing it. I refuse. <laughs> you drink dookie water, you jerk. <laughs> uh, were you oh, trying to be done here? It's over. <laughs> there we, go. we killed it. It's cool. Peace. <laughs> Thanks for uh goofing around with me guys oh stop (laughs) please jim end it please